Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiru Wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkaru alihi Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina wa min sayyati amalina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa nashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu Wa nashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون فقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يسلح لكم عمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال تعالى فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون يا ايها الذين امنوا استعينوا بالصبر والصلاه ان الله مع الصابرين وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار. My dear respected brothers, sisters, elders, we are living through some very difficult times, and you don't need me to tell you about that. I remind myself and you. that a fire cannot be extinguished cannot be put out by lighting another fire but by pouring water over it violence does not end violence it only increases it as muslims we are against all violence no matter who does it i and whoever thinks like me we condemn the actions of hamas and we condemn all calls to violence we follow the quran which clearly advocates against violence and murder no matter who does it and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said min ajli zalika katabna ala bani israila annahu man qatala nafsan bighayri nafsin naw fasadin fil ard فَكَأَنَّمَا قَتَلَ النَّاسَ جَمِيعًا وَمَنْ أَحْيَاهَا فَكَأَنَّمَا أَحْيَا النَّاسَ جَمِيعًا Which means Allah said that is why we ordained for the Bani Israel and this applies to all of humankind especially to us till the day of judgment that whoever takes a life unless as a punishment for murder or mischief in the land this means a death sentence handed down by a court of law after due process or defending yourself against an aggressor yourself and your family whoever takes a life unless as a punishment for murder or mischief in the land it will be as if they killed all of humanity and whoever saves a life it will be as if they saved all of humanity The example of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is the best example for us to follow. In Makkah, 
when he sallallahu alaihi wasallam and those with him were subjected to the greatest persecution including when some of his sahaba like sumayya bint khayyat radiyallahu anha and her husband yasir bin amir radiyallahu anhu the parents of ammar ibn yasir radiyallahu anhu were being tortured and were eventually murdered by abu jahl rasulullah sallallahu advised them and he advised Ammar ibn Yasir to be patient and to have sabr. He did not tell them to retaliate or to fight the oppressor. This is not pacifism. This is not cowardice. This was guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because whatever Rasulullah sallallahu said or did was because of wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then when Rasulullah sallallahu had been granted victory over his enemies, who had persecuted him and his family, who had killed his daughter, who had killed many of the Sahaba, who he loved more than we love our own children. He forgave them all. He forgave all of them. He did not extract revenge, though it was in his power to do so and he would have been justified if he had done so. He did not do that because there is only one way to stop the cycle of violence and that is to break the cycle of violence. The truth about any conflict without exception, be it between individuals or groups or nations, is that it can only be resolved by all parties sitting together in an atmosphere of mutual respect and arriving at an agreement which is just and fair for all of them. No matter how difficult this may seem to be or how long it takes, this is the only way to resolve any conflict. There is no other way. The sooner all parties wake up to this and come together to speak, the sooner the conflict will end. This is what we must pray for. For sabr, for the ability to get over the pain, for the wisdom to forgive, and to go forward. I advise you and myself that we must repair our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and beg for his forgiveness and ask him for his help because there is nobody who can help us except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu. There is no need to go here and there and chase behind this one and that one and seek help. Nobody can help us. Only and only Allah can help us. And that's the only way to change the terrible situation that we find ourselves in. I therefore want to begin by asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy and forgiveness. Allahumma gfir lana dhunubana wa kaffir anna sayyatina wa tawaffana ma'al abrar. And for his protection from all evil. Allahumma hafizna min kulli balai dunya wa adhabi l'akhira wa tawaffana musliman wa alhiqna bi salihin. And to protect us from all evil all evil, whatever is visible and known, and what is invisible and hidden. Justice is only with Allah, and will happen only when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will depends on our actions. And so we need to correct our actions. Our situation will not change until we change ourselves. Islam demands complete obedience 
and submission as a condition of faith. A Muslim is one who has submitted, not someone sitting on the fence and trying to find a desire-compatible version of Islam. Islam didn't come in different flavors and amounts of caffeine or sugar. Islam came as one complete truth, needing no additions or subtractions, good for all time, needing no alterations or corrections. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us and said, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu hudkhulu fi silmi kaffatan wala tattabi'u khutwati shaytan innahu lakum aduwwun mubeen. Allah said, O oh, you believe, O oh, believers, enter Islam completely and totally and wholeheartedly and do not follow shaitan's footsteps. Surely he is your sworn enemy. It is our attitude of selective obedience which is the root cause of bringing upon ourselves the anger of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that selective obedience is disobedience and will attract its own consequences. We are free to choose, but no choice is free. Every choice comes with a price tag. It is like shopping. You are free to choose anything in the shop, but try walking out without paying for it, and you will know what I mean by a price tag. That is life. Choose anything, any way to live, any action, any way to relate to others, any way to speak, any way to earn, anything to eat, anything to drink. But remember that everything has a price tag. If we choose it, we will pay for it. Make no mistake. There are no exceptions. If the choice is good, we are rewarded. If not, it attracts punishment. No exceptions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْدِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْدِ فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّونَ إِلَىٰ أَشَدِّ الْعَذَابِ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, then do you believe in some part of the scripture and reject the rest? Then what is the reward for those who do so among you? except disgrace in the life of this world. And on the day of resurrection, they will be consigned to the most grievous torment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not unaware of what you do. الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده قال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد وأزواجه وعلى أزواج محمد وعلى أصحابه وأولاده وأهل بيته وعلى إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد. My brothers and sisters, 
we as Muslims are held to a higher moral standard than those who are not Muslim yet. Just as you hold your children to a higher standard than other children, especially strangers. Just as a police officer in uniform is expected to behave differently from an ordinary person. Proximity to power comes with its special privileges, which are conditional upon fulfilling special responsibilities. That is why Muslims are punished more quickly and apparently for lesser crimes than others. So don't compare yourself to anybody. Either you are special or you are not special. We see this again. I am giving you examples from the Quran and the Sunnah strictly. We see the example of what I am saying in the story of the battle of Uhud and the battle of Hunayn. Even though in both cases Rasulullah himself was present. In both cases it was the conduct of a few of the Sahaba. In the case of Hunayn it was not even the conduct. It was a thought in the heart, in the minds of some people. And Allah revealed what, was, what the thought was. In the case of Ahad it was conduct and it was not disobedience of Allah directly. It was disobedience of Rasulullah And it was disobedience for the same reason we disobey. We say, oh, this does not apply now. He said this, but now this does not apply anymore. Read the seerah. Study the seerah. In both the cases, this completely inverted, converted victory into defeat. And in the case of Ahad, this resulted in the shahada and the deaths of 70 sahaba. Including some of the greatest names among the Sahaba And it resulted in severe injury to Rasulullah himself. Imagine the scene. Rasulullah was severely injured. He was bleeding. He had temporarily almost lost consciousness. The Sahaba said to him, Ya Rasulullah, make dua against these people. These people deserve the punishment, the adab of Allah. Make dua against them. They they try to kill the Nabi. I mean, what is worse than that? May all our fathers and mothers and children, all of Muslims until the day of judgment be sacrificed for the life of Rasulullah They said, Ya Rasulullah, they are the worst people. Make dua against them. Imagine the scene. I'm not making this up. Read the seerah. Rasulullah sat up. He raised his hands. He looked at heavenwards. The Sahaba are waiting for him to call down the curse of Allah on the heads of those who injured him. What does he say? What does he say? Allahumma li qawmi fa'innahum la Allahumma khfir li qawmi Fainnahum la yalamun He said, oh Allah, forgive my people Because they don't know what they do eh? Easy for me to stand here and talk Easy for you to listen But results don't come from talking And they don't come from listening they come from acting. My brothers and sisters, we talked about 
what happened as a result of disobedience. This is really a correction from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, min Allah ta'ala. And this is a mercy from Allah. So that we can correct ourselves before we meet Him, Jalla Jalalahu. Because the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Akhirah is much more severe and painful than anything that we may face in this life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala slaps us on the wrist so that we can return to Him. And Allah said, وَلَنُزِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ لَعَذَهُمْ يَرْجِمُونَ Allah said, we will certainly make them taste some of the minor torment, small punishment in this life, before the major punishment. So perhaps they will return to Allah. The Sahab understood this. And they used to introspect when they lost a battle or they faced any difficulties. They didn't spend so much time thinking about external factors, but reflected on what may have been going on in their lives, which could have led to the adversity that they were facing. They understood the connection of amal to ahwal, the connection of actions to circumstances, to conditions. We understand this connection very well in a materialistic sense. For example, market forces in a free market economy when lending rates affect economic growth. But we don't or we do not or we refuse to understand the effect of the same lending rates in the form of riba on the overall well-being of our society. We have legitimized what we like to do and we call it lifestyle choice and personal freedom and so on, ignoring that all choices have consequences, some of them permanent and painful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about the reason we are seeing and facing trials and tribulations and disasters, both man-made and natural with increasing frequency. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Zahra al-fasadu fil barri wal bahri bima kasabat aydi nasi liyuziqahum ba'da alladhi amilu la'allahum yarji'oon Allah said, which means calamities have appeared on land and sea because of what the hands of people have earned. So that He, Jalla Jalaluhu, makes them taste some of what they did in order that they may return to the right path. This ayah mentions both the cause and the cure. A Muslim must be able to diagnose the disease and implement the cure using the lens that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us which is his book, Al-Qur'an Al-Kareem, and the blessed method that his messenger وسلم, taught us through his sunnah. If disobedience invites punishment, then the cure is repentance and correcting our lifestyle. In Surah An-Nuh, seek your Rabb's forgiveness, for he is truly most forgiving. There are three major evils that we have chosen for ourselves, knowing full well what their consequences will be. Eating the doubtful or haram, buying and selling haram, and dealing in interest. All three nullify our dua and our prayers, and dealing in interest means that we have accepted war with Allah. 
This is the hard reality that we must face and correct. If we want the help of Allah, we must first apologize for defying Him. Then we must clean up our act and change our ways. Earn and eat halal and get out of interest-based dealings. Then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His help. He promised to answer those who call upon Him. But that does not include His enemies. So we must get our names back into the list of the awliya of Allah. Just ask yourself one question. How many times have we made dua? In this masjid, in homes, in all the masajid on the earth, in the Haramayn Sharifah, everywhere. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, help us, Ya Allah, help us, Ya Allah, help us. Did the help come? Have conditions become worse or better? Why? We don't ask this question. The Imam makes dua, beautiful Arabic. Three quarters of the people don't even understand what's happening. And they are crying. Why are you crying, brother? Do you even know what the man is saying? We have converted this deen into some kind of entertainment system. Somebody told me we must have a unity tahajjud. I said, whoa, subhanallah. Now what's that? Unity tahajjud? What is unity tahajjud? No, we'll all come together in the masjid, fill the masjid, and we pray tahajjud by jama'ah, then we make dua. Fantastic. So in the ibadat of this deen, we want to introduce a new ibadah called unity tahajjud. But the old-fashioned ibadah of five fard salah by jama'ah, so what about that? It's only that. What Allah made fard is only that. And what I invent is something which I want to start. Please, my brothers and sisters. As you can see, the situation is critical. We are running out of time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will only increase the pressure until it starts to touch all of us. Forget, don't forget the fact we are the followers of the... Of who? Of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who is he? Khataman nabiyin. There is no prophet after him. There is no ummah after us. So Allah is going to turn the screws and put on the pressure. And then if that happens, believe me, you and I will not be watching scenes on television, but we'll start to experience them ourselves. And as Rasulullah said, لَيْسَ الْخَبَرُ kalmu'aina. He said the report, the information is not the same as experiencing it, as seeing it. Believe me, we don't want to go there. We do not want to go there. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help and his protection from being in that situation for all of you and for myself and all Muslims everywhere. Let us decide right now to stop defying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to beg his forgiveness and make the intention to change our ways. For each of us, what this change is will be different. But whatever it is, it must change. If it is disobedience of Allah, if it is going against the sunnah of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu it must change. Remember that this is not only to avoid calamities in this life, but far more importantly to save ourselves from the anger of Allah when we meet him Jalla Jalaluhu. Let us bring our lives into the orbit of obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and on the path of the blessed sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu 
not from next month or next week or tomorrow but from right now and then see how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors for us and will provide us from sources we cannot imagine because he said wa may yattaqillaha yaj'al lahu makhraja wa yarzuqhu min haythu la yahtasib wa may yatawakkal 'ala allah fa huwa hasbuh there is no mystery we know why we are failing and we know what we must do to change that and succeed the choice is ours i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our sister the mother of uh, our brother uh, ali bunemri uh, she passed away yesterday i was not here so i could not attend the salatul janaza we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to forgive her to fill her cover with noor to make her cover big and to make her cover from the from the from the uh, gardens of the gardens of jannah inshallah we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give sabr to the family we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to remember that one day every single one of us is going to go down that road and to prepare ourselves in a way where that day when we meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be the best day of our lives inshallah اللهم اهدنا فيمن هديت وعافنا فيمن عافيت وتولنا فيمن توليت وبارك لنا فيما اعطيت واقنا واسرفنا شر ما قضيت فانك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك فانه لا يضل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تبارك ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك اللهم ونتوب اليك ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم احفظنا من كل بلاء الدنيا ولا عذاب الاخره توفنا مسلما واهدنا بالصالحين يا ايها القيوم برحمتك نستغيث اصلح لنا شاننا كل لا اله الا انت امين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عدو يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله اكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون اقيموا الصلاه